Why he fighting fighting this? Why? What? 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 What, what is his goal? Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Yo, welcome back to another episode of the Immigrant Section. It's your boy Baswab saying, "What the fuck is going on?" I appreciate y'all. For tuning in, yo. First things first. For all of y'all in Toronto, make sure to mark your calendar. December 9th, the Force Diversity Comedy Show. First of, I'm back at Free Times Cafe. Yo, this is gonna be sick. Nice tight lineup. Five people. Your boys hosting that shit all night. December 9th. Get your calendars marked. I'm gonna plug it at the end of the show. But anyways, enough of that. With me today in the studio, yo, funny comedian. He grew up here in the Toronto area. Got his chops in the Vancouver area, but as I understand it, and I actually linked up with you here in Toronto. I see you've been out killing it now for a minute. My dude, Hassan Fils. Yes, yes, yes. Bro. What are you saying, doggy? I'm chilling, man. I can't complain, man. I'm a pleasure to be here. Welcome to the crib. Welcome to the immigrant section, bro. Yes. I, I, feel, I feel at home. Yo, I, <laughs> yo, I appreciate you. Yo, it was the first time we met at that Lebanon benefit? Did we meet before that? Uh, I think, I believe that was our first time. The first time we met at the the Lebanese fundraiser. That was so funny because uh-huh. like uh remember when Beirut exploded and they had like a fundraiser? Some guy was like, Yo, come do comedy and then I show up and it's only me and this guy performing. I'm yeah. like, yo, don't you get can't you get a fucking single Lebanese person? Yeah, the fur- furthest uh furthest things from the Lebanese. But Oh yeah. Right away I'm like, bro, like what the fuck is going on here? Mm-hmm. It had nothing to do with the I had nothing to do with what's called the explosion too. That, you know, I had nothing to do with the explosion. That's the weird thing about fundraisers. Sometimes, like you show up and it's like it's a fundraiser, but then you think yeah, it's God. for the explosion, but it turns out it was for. <laughs> it was like for like LGBTQ yeah. rights in Beirut or something. We're like, bro, like I got no problem with this, but this, I thought this was about the explosion, dog. Thought, They're like explosion, LGBT, all the same, yeah, brother. Just yeah. some of us are praying, some of us are drinking over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. don't time. ask the questions, bro. Just do your set and get do your set and get no money and get out of here. It's like okay, you know what I mean? Essentially. Fuck, dude. And that shit was like an, an open field, which is, and scattered during COVID. So everybody, mm-hmm. that shit was rough. I don't bro. think they were allowed to be there even. I'm not even not trying to bait their scene out. But oh, they, this was months ago. Yeah, it was yeah, months yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. they had like a generator that was extra loud. So like even, I could Oh, even, yeah. Right at the side of the yeah, stage. Yeah. So like you can even hear people laughing. And I was just, I think I was riffing about food for like. Full? Yeah. Oh, I love that shit. I was shit. Living about food for like 15 <laughs> minutes, uh, at least 10 minutes. And I had no idea whether people were laughing or not because the generator was just so loud. Yeah. yeah. You guys, you got fucking with this? <laughs> yeah. Dude, you just opened for uh, Hassan Minaj, huh? Yeah. How was that? I had no idea, bro. That's crazy. How'd you link up with this guy? Um, Honestly, it was, uh, it, it was just like a... Right place, right time, yeah. Kind of situation. Also, like I, I'm good friends with my friend Dino, who kind of threw the lob on that. Um, uh, Dino Archie. Yeah, I've to, seen, I've seen that guy all over. He's a big guy in the West, right? Yeah, man, he's a big guy. I've met the dude. Yeah, man, you met him? I, I never met the dude. Oh, you never, I oh, never man. met the dude. Saucy guy, man. Very, very beloved. Uh, I watched his gala. I, I forgot who it was CBC or something like that. Mm-hmm. He had a his TV taping came out. Mm-hmm. It was the only. I remember that lineup. Yo, it was like. 
a lot of whack comedy. And then this one dude came on. And it was the first time I saw him, too. And then I saw Marito has him in a lot of it. I'm like, oh, it's all connected. Yeah. But his shit was funny. Yeah, I was watching man. that shit cracking. I'm like, who is this cat? <laughs> yeah, Dino's beloved, man. He's yeah. like an established headliner out there, right? Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. He's just he's just an all-around great dude and, and uh, like a, just a good comic, yo. This is a... So we just like Hassan was like, who's the hot, uh, so I think, who's the hot comics uh, coming up right now? Actually, not really. It was more so like um, uh, Dino, um, Dino and Hassan came up together. Um, Dino and Hassan came up together in L.A. Yeah, and that's just then they've had like that constituents for like years. Gotcha, know? gotcha, gotcha. And so, um, and so I guess when Hassan was announcing his tour or what have you. It was just like, hey man, bring my friends on whatever city they're in, and then uh, Dino was uh, Dino and I were doing some shows in Victoria. Yeah, and then and then um, he just asked me to pull up. He's just Fuck. like, I well, I I mentioned to Dino, I said, hey man, I'm already, I was already I already bought tickets to the show. I was just to watch. I was gonna go watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bought tickets to the show, and then uh, I mentioned that to Dino, and then I asked him if he was going to watch, or and then he said, "Oh, I'm opening." And I was like, "Oh man, that'd be dope." And then I was like, "He's like trying to do a set." Not even like do a set. Honestly, I just went. I was I was just hanging out backstage. Uh, no, I'm saying is that how he presented it to you? He was like trying to do a set. Like no, nah, not even, not even. It was just like, "Yo, you trying to come through?" I feel like my bad. No, he's nice. He's like, I feel like yeah, this will be your type of vibe. This is like yeah. Yeah, energy here and so i was like i'll pull up for sure and then i tried to like sell my two tickets but then i couldn't so, whatever yeah, yeah so whatever. my two tickets were in the hole but i got to see the show twice from uh from backstage and then uh in the front row as well the man hassan minaj bro he did his thing bro yeah that I'm really he excited. tools with like uh tours rather with like multimedia setups and shit right he's got like a a screen and shit, right? Yeah, you actually look at it from like, uh, even though you look at it from like the back from backstage, it looks very minuscule. Like they don't need that much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't look like a lot, but when you're in front of the in front of the it's crowd, like immersive as fuck. It's like wow, bro. And honestly, man, it's like whatever people paid. This is what Dino said, man. He said whatever people paid, it wasn't enough. It was really good. Legit, it was eh? really good. I've never seen the guy live. I've never uh, seen the guy live. That was my first. That's a menage. What was, what was the venue? Uh, Queen Elizabeth Theater. That's in it. Vancouver, about like 3,000. They did two shows. Fuck uh, yes, they had dude. He Ali. packed both out, I'm assuming, right? Pardon? He packed, you saying 3,000 capacity? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much. Like with whatever was going on with COVID as well. It's still. I've never performed in front of the thousands. What was that like? Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't my first time. Yeah, I, I've opened. For Damn, like, bro, you've been fucking in front of this, this nigga's been in the stadium level, bro. No, Shit. No. You know what it is though. Yeah. It was just. Uh, it was a bit different because, um, it was like it was like open. It was like, it was like playing pickup with like LeBron James. You know what I mean? Were okay, okay. He was like, yo, come, like, you mind if I play with you? And then he was like, yeah. Obviously, you're not gonna be like, cause I watched LeBron James. Yeah, 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 yeah. I watched LeBron coming James. up. Yeah, coming up, and so. It's like, it's a surreal feeling. So, but then when I'm opening up for, when I've opened up for like in the thousands of like maybe people I don't necessarily know like that, but like it's uh, more of an opportunity per se, like an opportunist thing. Gotcha, gotcha. Then like I've opened up for like Major Hype and White Yardy, which are really great comedians over the, uh, that I've, uh, I've just, uh, I've come across like earlier on my comedy career. Okay. And 
like we done the uh, I've done the uh, Queen Elizabeth Theater in Toronto with them as well, Word. and that's like it's a different crowd, uh, but it's a lot of fun. Well, when you say different, how is it different? Different in like um, the Caribbean crowds, man. Caribbean, West African. Gotcha, gotcha, like, gotcha. It's uh, like yeah, yeah, they'll boo you. You know what I mean? Like if they if they're not vibing with it, they th- there's not a lot of like leeway. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's not like white audiences are like, ah, you know what I mean? Like there's the attempt. Like the the Caribbean specifically, they are rowdy. So it's like they if they don't fuck with it, they'll show you no mm-hmm. love. They have no problem with that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But also if they, when they give it up. They, they give it up they hard. They give it up hard. So there's like, yo, like, rah, rah. It's just a lot of like standing, clapping, jumping, like, and just like, you f- you feel like guys like, but, like yo, pushing their yeah, buddies, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yo, yeah. I can't believe you just said, like, it's a lot of that. Yeah. Uh, a lot of, yeah, you'll see. Like, that. what's it called? Uh, my boy Zeus, Black Zeus, you met mm-hmm. him? He, uh, he watched Tricks perform, and he said one time he saw Tricks, like, he was killing so hard that, uh, Motherfuckers were getting up and running to the back wall of the room just to hit the wall, bro. <laughs> just to hit like that, that type of shit, you know? Yeah. What I mean? Just trying to make noise and shake the room, you know? I believe that. That next level, I've never even seen that shit. Like looking for a wall just to hit it. Mm. That sounds. That's what shit. it is. But with Hassan and I just crowd, it was more so like uh, like people were just still making their way in. Yeah. Uh, people were making their way in to the show as it was going. So I was just like. Uh, you you don't even see faces really. You just I'm look. I don't know where to put my eyes. I'm looking up because there's a balcony in this one. The mezzanine and shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. and people just filing in, and man, I try not to lose like my my, my rhythm. Yeah, 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 yeah. But also like like let. I up. bet that'd be hard, bro. In my mind, I'm like fuck. You know what it is though. Yeah. The toughest part is actually like um, bringing up. Like, cause we did like uh, the style where you bring up the next comic. It's not like shotgun style, shotgun yeah, yeah, style, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. And so, um, Dino and I were in Victoria um, the night before hosting, and we did two. Uh, I was hosting, and he was closing both shows. Okay. And so the first show, I brought him up. I don't, I don't host often, so like, um, uh, I don't host often, but like, I, I'm not. I'm trying to like practice, like getting people, getting the crowd amped for the next yeah, guy yeah, to come yeah. up, and so. Um, and so I bring up Dino the first show, smooth, very easy. The second show, uh, the second show, I end up, uh, I, like, I fumbled it a little bit. Like, and then he was just like, he was just like, he was like, yo, like, you were doing so good. But then he brought me back up on stage. He said, that had to be the worst intro I've ever seen in my life. That's hilarious. And I was just there like, I was like, Damn. You took the L. You're just like, I, I, took, I mean, but like, hey. I but you had him, right? It was the intro that you stumbled on. Yeah, I, it was the it was the intro. The set I, was fine. It was fine. The yeah, set was fine. It yeah, was the yeah. intro. Was, yeah. It was whatever. Because that's the worst. When you have respect for the person and you're like, okay, I got to like, they're about to take, I got I to. Gotta, land this for them so they take off properly type shit exactly that's almost the highest pressure right because you know they're about to kill so you don't have to be the funniest but it's like yo i gotta show them my dues i gotta show them the respect so you just yo this guy just all all over the the west the east you know what i mean like there's so much respect you fuck up i said some dumb shit because like he has like this uh he's doing a tour right now that he's calling it toxic but uh toxic but safe okay right yeah i said yo man this guy is hella safe (laughs) <laughs> and then I think I just ended it there and I brought him up and and then yeah you said yo that was the worst intro ever. <laughs> and, and they died I mean, yeah they kind of they laughed but they were just like it, it is what it was yeah, yeah, yeah. and so 
I but I I didn't take it to heart. I was like, yo, if you're gonna tell me, if you're gonna, I'd rather you tell me I did poorly, yeah, than to tell me I did okay and just let me breeze and do it that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so the second time, uh, the second time, uh, the third time I brought Dino up that weekend was at the. Uh, was at the Queen Elizabeth Theater because uh, I did my eight, and then and you were bringing him up, and then I was bringing him up because he was doing a fifteen after, and so I plug man, like I was just like all I focused on was like I did good on my doing well on my set and being like yo, this uh, next th- cat, th- this next yeah. cat bro, he's a problem. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's guy, not. This yeah, nigga yeah, is yeah. not safe. Yeah, this guy is not safe, bro. This guy, he we're doing the, uh, he's been on Jimmy Come Alive, and. Uh, we're doing the Vogue Theater actually on uh, January eighth as a uh, Van City Extravaganza. Back. Yeah. yeah. And so and then I just plugged that and then I brought him up and it was just like yeah. And he, like as I brought him up, he's like he's like that's better. That's better. Yeah, right? There you go. Yeah. yeah. That's fucking sick, man. Mm-hmm. That's so sick. There's like a camaraderie in stand up. That's, that's yeah, dope, man. Huh? It's a fraternity almost. Like uh, if you like, I gotta ask you because you come from a background of like my dude Hassan was like. You were like a high-level basketball player, right? Yeah. You played overseas, like, professionally and shit. Mm. I didn't even know that. I only caught that on your set the other day. I just know, like, you know, talking about, like, Team Canner tryouts with uh, Marlon and shit like that. Like, I'm piecing together. Like, you were a baller and a half. You were being bred for the NBA? No, no, no. (laughs) No, no, I'm I'm asking that question. I'm not saying you, you didn't give me that impression. I'm just saying, like... Were you being bred for them? No, no, no. I was was bred for, I was bred for post-secondary and then... And then having a shot at the 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 college, and then having a shot at the professional thing, whether it be like a third tier or second tier team in like France or league in France. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But man, any level is just fun. I think I was always you love ball. I love ball. I think I love I love I love anything that ha- that incorporates fun in it. Yeah. So yeah, like yeah. comedy is fun for me, uh, but obviously you take it seriously, and then basketball is fun for me, and I take it seriously as well. When, when the way you answer, you're like, no, 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 you know. Oh, like, yeah, you know yeah. what it is? Because yeah. it's like the same way that there's like, uh, uh, the same way there, that there's like, I don't know, like, like internet police, the haram police. There's the same way there's yeah, yeah. haram police. There's, there's niggas that are ballers. They'd be like, yo, like, is he, is he actually that good, bro? What is he, did he play pro? They'll check yeah, 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 it. Yeah, yeah, they'll yeah, violin. Yeah. They'll go. These are the bloggers. Yeah. These are the fact blog- checking and shit. A hundred percent. That's what, but the way you were just like, no, 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 that's not me. Like, Lee, like NBA, I don't know about, yo, you know how it takes? I get it. No, 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 I get it. But like, from what I understand, you were nice. I mean, to play I still got professionally. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? To play professionally overseas, that's not nothing, bro. Yeah, but it wasn't like, I wouldn't, I, to say, you know how. Explain it to me the moment, like, even through high school, when your mind was like, yo, I'm good, but not NBA. Or was it when in high school, you're like, yo, anything is possible. But the thing is that is like, how long is your NBA? Like, I didn't have a long professional career. My professional career lasted maybe like six to eight months. Okay, okay. You know we're, we're, but but how much, how many years of ball were you playing oh, up until that point? At least 10? Plus. There you go. Okay. So coming up, you're playing ball all the time. Every day, like recess, after school, whatever. You're balling, right? Mm-hmm. You're you're killing it in the school teams and everything. Mm-hmm. But in your head, what were you thinking? Like in your head back then, like if you remember back, were you did you was NBA on the radar or is it, were you like you didn't dare to hope? I think you? like high school in high school, NBA was on my radar. Like, okay. I was like I think everybody's in high school in high everyone school. Was serious. Everyone should be everyone should have the NBA on their radar. Got it. okay. You okay. know what I mean? Okay. And then after like once you reach post secondary. Yeah. Uh, whether you're playing at like the the Canadian level or even down south, like I think like 
again, either like NBA can still be on your radar, but also that the reality of playing professionally sets in. Sets in. What, what what was it exactly? Do you remember? Was there a moment where you were just like, like getting to college? Or was it just like the guys? Now you've assembled with the best of the best mm-hmm. in the region, right? Mm-hmm. So now you're seeing like, okay, you know what I mean? And and you know this is even way lower than NBA. Mm-hmm. That's when it starts being like, fuck, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, man. You dial in, and that's why I kind of like um, I realized like maybe in my fifth year of like university, I was like. Um, that's when I the, the idea of doing stand-up comedy kind of started to marinate with me. So, like, I was like, uh, I was like, man, I could either do something uh, for the next five years. I could play basketball for, like, if I dedicate the next three years to basketball, uh, my knees will probably definitely give out and I won't even pay, play ball. I'm not going to play ball for 30 years is what I'm saying. For sure. For sure. For sure. Right? But if I dedicate the next five years to comedy, I could do that for the next 50 years. Who knows? Eat off of it. Exactly. You know what I mean? Same for with, life. like, university as well. People do a degree for, like, five-plus years. Exactly. And then they exactly. dedicate, they, they, they get into it, and then they realize five months later, like, this probably isn't for me. You know what I mean? Yeah, I literally did that with engineering. I got right. the degree. I, I went. I went years, two years in engineering, and that third year I was doing open mics mm-hmm. at night. But so you start doing comedy at the end of university? No, I started doing. Uh, I was I was juggling between the two. So I was. Uh, I'd be after practices. I I'd skip my way over to open mics. So like I even have like pictures and videos of me doing sets in like my full on like like jersey. Uni- yeah, like my university tracksuit. And like I was in a strip club one time doing like stand up comedy. It was like it wasn't like on the same set where like the girls were dancing. But oh, it was of course, like, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was you're like warming a, them up. You're yeah. like the, the before thing. Yeah, the before yeah. thing. And yeah. I was like doing that in between. Uh, practice. I was doing practice. I was doing a lot of things half ass. Put it that way. I was doing like basketball half ass. You had uh, one foot in all of them. Everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. YouTube. Yeah. Um, uh, YouTube stand up basketball. School it. on top of that, school was just like that took well, the back burner. What degree did you choose? Oh, I was in communications. Yeah, yeah. Was it just like yeah that? Because you got a scholarship, right? Mm-hmm. Were you just like yeah, but, or were you like you thought about it a lot and were like communicating? It wasn't even like a crazy scholarship. So what I was doing, like I was applying for, you know, like with OSAP, you could apply for the you apply for OSAP, you take the scholarship money because the scholarship is just as or like the burst. Yeah, it's just my. For those of you who don't know, OSAP is like in Ontario and it's. It's pretty much the body for giving students loans. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times they'll be like, you apply with financial need, you apply, they'll give you 12 and six is, or seven is what you have to pay back. Mm-hmm. So you just keep, you pocket the five. And right? you pay back the loan. You, yeah. take, you take the loan, uh, you take the bursements and then you, you pay back Do the loan. Thing. Uh, but then I also applied for a shit ton of like uh, scholarship money or like things that people weren't applying for and they just basically, it was free money. Yeah, I did. First year I did that shit too. Mm-hmm. I remember it all came my way. But, uh, yeah, like, did you ever fuck around with the communications at all? Was that just, like, uh, honestly, what do you I, learn? Like, do you, uh, I like, do you like I, it? I enjoy, the, like, the study of media, per se, like, in, in, like uh, whether it be platforms like a television, uh, social media, and the discourse between, like, the people and the people that... Oh, you, shit, discourse, like, man. This guy came right... Yo, guys, this guy's got the curriculum on his breath right here. What you guys know yo, about the discourse? discourse. <laughs> yo, that's the new hoodie, bro, yeah, discourse. Yeah, discourse. Yo, that's crazy, discourse. <laughs> that's sick, yo. So, so like, it actually helped. Bro, I think so. I took, like, when I realized I wanted to do stand-up comedy, I took, like, this public speaking course. Yeah. And then 
the root like the the course outline for this course was so easy like you literally but it only, the hardest part about it was that it was at 8 30 in the morning <laughs> yeah that yeah, was the hardest part shit. everything else i can make it up <laughs> off the fly so like like yeah i think they gave us on a uh, one day we had like a, a speech that we had to do it was an emotional speech right and people were just like um everyone thought like the speech had to be like a sad thing and i come through i come through the class and i just freestyle something i'm like okay what am i going to talk about today i let three people go ahead before me just so you can start doing math in your head it's like okay let's see what the samples are yeah yeah yeah. so we do this emotional speech and for like like for the first like eight people that go up it's just sad yo and like everybody in my class is like caucasian you know so it's just like my my dad divorced my mom like it was just sad you know, like, oh, yeah. man. When I saw him driving away, I knew everything was different now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it, it was just like, I was like, okay, man. Like, I didn't want to. I, I didn't... knew I became a man. <laughs> People are like, oh, shit. It's and sad. you went up there. You're like, uh. <laughs> Bro, I went up there. I was like, yo, man. I was I was talking. I, I think I was like, I was. T- I said something about. I, thought, I think I was talking about the first time I went to Djibouti. Yeah. And. Uh, I was like, yo, man, it was the best time of my life, bro. But at the same time, it was it was the it was the best time of my life. But it was also the harsh reality of things, because um, growing up in my neighborhood, everybody, the, all the East Africans, particularly the the Somali, yeah, whenever they were bad in school, they get sent back home. And oh they'd yeah, be, they'd be gone for like a year. Oh yeah, my change. brother, my brother, two years. Right. Yeah. So I was always so worried about like, but then my boy, one of my boys, got sent back home. But when he came back, he was like, first off, he was uppity. Yeah. Like he was like, he was a, he was much, he was in good in spirits. But yeah. then he was also like, I was living like a king, bro. Oh, I there. He's like, bro, here we live in metro housing. Back home, bro, villas, bro, villas, dude. That's the funny thing about going back to Africa is like, I was a hundred percent subsidized housing, and I'd go back, and they'd be like, the prince. Prince Canada, can't the Canadian prince is yeah. here, you know what I mean? And you're there like bawling and you're like, yo, I'm like living in like subsidized, I'm in the hood and I can't even explain it to them, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I literally can't explain the idea of like the it's government subsidized, it's weird. I live near pe- middle class people, but I, we're not middle class. We're all at the same school. You know what I mean? Mm. They're like, you're a fucking king over there, killing it. Canada, bro. This guy's Hollywood. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, nah, it's not like that. And then back there, it's like king shit, literally. Mm-hmm. Literally king shit. Mm-hmm. I remember I just went there to the villages. And I was there for months. And at the end, I just had a bunch of cash. <laughs> I was crashing at my like my one cousin's place that had a big ceiling fan. Uh-huh. It's all about ceiling fans in Africa. If I yeah. Right? Yeah. I remember at the end, I was just I had a bunch of cash for flying home the next day. I'm like, you want this cash? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah, bro. What do you mean? Like, exactly. Hook that shit up. What are you I've never do seen that kind of money, bro. Hook <laughs> it up, bro. Yeah. What are you gonna do with it when you take it with you? You it, know. It's like it's like someone literally coming here from some other country and having three hundred cash. Like, you want this? It's like, yeah, yeah. guy. What do you mean, bro? Three hundred. Let's go, yeah. bro. Let's go. And so I go to Djibouti first time as a kid, like, uh, and uh, my mom takes me to my grandmother's house, but like my grandmother lives in like the Bedouins. And like it's oh, like yeah. it's like it's the outlands, it's the outlands. Yeah. But it's like it was real, like National Geographic. Like my mom had, my grandmother had like metal sheets around her, no roof, mattress on the floor, fire pit, and a shed. And I was no just, roof, no roof ever. 
ever. Like there was a shed, and like if it were rain, that's where she would go. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Damn. And that was my first like week in Djibouti, and I was crying every day. I was like, Yo, bro, I, I want to go back to Metro House. I need roofs. I need <laughs> roofs, yo. I need a roof. How bro. old were you? I was. Uh, how old are you when you're in grade three? Like ten? Nine. 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 Yeah. Nine. Ten. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's sick. That bro, that's a- jokes. That's when I went to back to Sudan. Mm-hmm. Ten, eleven. First time, mm-hmm. three months. That shit opens your eyes, you know. It does, it does. And so I was in, I was in that public speaking class, and I thought I was just like, yeah, man. I, I I basically gave the the contrast between metro housing and back home and that story there, and then people were just laughing, but like they also needed a lot because they just listened to like three like uh, three yeah, like semi suicidal semi suicidal like, yeah. sexual assault and the tales pain. of molestation. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was yeah. like, oh, Yo, you guys are. Yeah. You guys got some fucked up discourse. At 8.30 <laughs> you know? in the morning, bro. Yeah, yeah, it's too heavy. Yo, too heavy for a Thursday. <laughs> yeah. And so I was like, yeah, man, I was just like, do comedy. And actually, it's funny enough, like, after uh, I, when I started doing comedy, I ended up, uh, like, they brought me in my program. My faculty brought me in as a speaker before I even graduated. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah, my email was like, hey, it's on the my, one of my instructors was like, hey, Hassan, we found out that you're doing stand-up comedy. Would you like to come in and speak on the same course? And da, 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 da. I was like, hell yeah. But I showed up, and I might have cussed like three times. With the same like students you're in class with? Yeah. You're like, you guys have a bright future. <laughs> like, motherfucker, <laughs> you were sitting next to me yeah. like an hour ago, bro. That's so fucking funny, man. Yeah. I never, I, for me, when I was in school, I never, I love stand-up. Since I was a kid, I love stand-up like crazy. Because I have, like, I don't know if your mom was, like, super Muslim. Mm-hmm. Like, my parents were, like, super Muslim. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, so, like, whatever I was watching, like, anything I'm watching on TV and, like, the the mom and dad kiss before they leave the house. Mm-hmm. My mom was like, this, you know, huh? What are you watching? Huh? I feel, <laughs> I feel your tongue. You know what I mean? Like, close that shit. You know? Like, bro, I was watching Arthur one time and Arthur's parents were like, bye, honey. And they kissed. And my mom was like, this, you know, what are you watching, bro? I was like a cart. Uh, like, there's no, there's no, like, kissing and shit at uh-huh. home. But uh, so I could always get away with stand up because my dad's working. He's driving cab all day. He's never home, right? Well, it looks like a lecture. <laughs> no, no, no. So he never sees it. But yeah, my mom's like, she just sees motherfuckers talking. And, you know, now her English is like, she gets by. But at the time, she didn't. But, you know, it's one person with a mic on stage. So mm-hmm. she's like, yeah. So that I could do, I had free reign with fucking stand up, bro. Mm-hmm. So I took that shit in like crazy. And I was just like the class clown and shit because it was so religious at home. I'd be at school like, ah, uh-huh. you know what I mean? But uh, it's fucking, it, it's crazy looking back at how I wish I did stand up in university. I should have, but you had to go do some shit that you have to have that feeling like, okay, I can't do this for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. I got to make a fucking move into something like mm-hmm. to, to, to save my life, you know? Yeah. You need that to be like. <sighs> but that's what, that's what also comes from like working jobs, too. If you work jobs that you don't like, that'll inspire you to, I mean, not that you don't like. It does. It, but it does like, inspire. Fuck this. That feeling of fuck this. Yeah drives people bro you ever had a job that you're like yeah bro all of engineering years of it bro Mm -hmm. going into an office you know like um dress shirt you know tucked in i I don't have a problem with that but just the fakeness and the corporate and you can't say real jokes you can't say the real thing Mm -hmm. that you know the thing people pay to go see comedy for just for you to be like talking you know like these vaccines like come on what do we do like that you can never be like you can't have all these real conversations in the corporate world. And that, like, bullshit is, like, at the beginning, it's fine because you're like, fuck it. I'll get this money. Mm-hmm. And then eventually, that the weighing of all the fakeness and, like, you, once you buy the stuff you want and, like, nothing changes for you, you're like, fuck, yo. I can't. 
I can't do this for 30 years. I can't do this for five more years. This mm -hmm. is crazy, you know? Like, I don't do it at all anymore, you know? Mm -hmm. That would save me financially right now if I just got an engineering job. Yeah. But I can't do that shit anymore. Uh -huh. It's done. Done. It's done. 100%. Can't go back. Same. Can't go back, bro. Not engineering, though. I didn't do engineering. If you had knees of steel, would you be still balling right now? Was it the knee? That was the knee issue for you or what? Uh, honestly, I just wasn't happy. You know what it is? That I just wasn't happy. Um, like, I felt like I was just doing a cookie a cookie cutter thing because that's what people do. Like, it, there's uh, a anybody that does play basketball probably understands, like, there is a there's like a rubric or some sort of timeline that does happen. So, like, you go through your you do your three you do your four or five years playing and then like college college and yeah. then you go pro and then you, if you don't go if you do go you spend like a, you whole have a small window small window so but like you spend four years training yeah and then that whole at the in your last year you spend all summer preparing to go pro and landing a contract and then you whether you get that contract or not that's it and then uh whether you get that contract or not it's a good thing because you'll you could use that as a credit to when you do come back you start coaching like ah, oh, like I have That's a prolific so program. Funny. So at this point, you're already positioning yourself not even to play professionally, mm -hmm. but like teach to, to leverage your basketball skills for some sort of form of payment. And as you should, yeah. But like also, like I've also seen basketball become like uh, it's not a community service anymore. It's more of like a it's a it's a Pure monopoly. commercial interest. Like it's a commercial yeah. interest. Like bro, like I, every like uh, like the coaching that I that I received probably growing up as a kid was more of like a, I can go to like my community center and get that from a coach and he'd be paid from the city. Gotcha. You know what I mean? But now there's like, there's Instagram coaches, there's these drills that are people could find online and just do themselves or they can have somebody put them through it and you're paying them like 80, 60 to $80 a session or like for two and a half, whatever it may be, right? And there's people that create camps. There's coaches that are like- But these are people players. that make money off people's NBA hopes. Essentially, but also like there's different ways to look at it. Like even there's kids that that love basketball, but also parents that need their kids being taken care of during the day. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So like it's even like daycare. Half. Oh, I was coaching kids. That was like one of my jobs that I I I loved. Yeah, oh, I, come a little closer, Mike. It was also a job. It was a job that I loved. But Teach, uh, coaching kids. Coaching kids. I yeah. love coaching kids, man. They're hilarious. They had they love the game. Yeah. But also there's different types. I when I different types of kids. I've coached in inner city. Yeah. Like some these coach Carter shit. Yeah, they want it. <laughs> yeah. Like they, these kids are rigid. They got grit. They yeah, have yeah. goals and dreams. And then I've also coached in in like rural, uh, rural BC and just like affluent neighborhoods. And it's just more so I'm just daycare. You know? Oh, okay. It's like, yeah, there's, you're doing like layup practice. Doing and layup shit. practice. We do an icebreaker. We do an icebreaker with the kids and one will be like, like, oh, like, Okay, guys, go around and tell us what you're. Your Where you're from? With something interesting yeah, about yourself. Yeah, something interesting about yourself. What your favorite sport is, and and what your favorite color is. Just random things. Yeah. Oh man, I I live here in West Vancouver. Uh, my favorite sport is hockey. I'm just like, what the hell are you doing here? <laughs> yeah. and, and it's like, and my favorite color is like Tesla red. My dad's got this Tesla, and it's like super like it's a Tesla red. And I'm just like. Uh, Next, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, but you go to the inner city. Like, kids. I like the Tesla whites. Yeah. You know, like the inner city kids. Like yo, everyone I know is dead. Yeah. This is all I got. This is all I got. This is all I got. It's my dreams, bro. <laughs> That's it. It's all like yo. I want to take it to the top with basketball and shit like that. 
Yeah, or I was like, yeah, man, it's just some grit, man. You could just see it in the sense of, like how they how they go through the drills. Some people are just going through the motions, and just like yeah, it's a difference between like you're actually providing a service for the community. I mean, like for these kids, like it means something for like almost like even though I'm just here for this moment in time, I'm I feel like a mentor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But whereas like when I'm with these kids, it's just like oh, this is like my chaperone or like my like I, that's what it was. What's what was playing overseas like, and how did that happen for you? You graduated, so, and they made an offer. How does that work? So what happened is, so uh, every every year for like three years, I was playing with this uh, basketball program called Toronto Basketball Association. Okay. Yeah, TBA. TBA. TBA yeah. <laughs> Shout out TBA. Exactly. And so me and my boys, uh, one of my boys, Adil Sahibzada, who's like the coach at SFU now. Sounds like his half is too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this guy's got a prayer mark. That's a lot, yo. And so, and so this guy, um, this guy, he invited us. He ran a, a high school basketball program. It was like a pet program in Ontario. Okay. And so, uh, for set for maybe three years, we went to this basketball tournament, and in France in Turquoise Lille. And for the first, like the first year we went there, everybody was like maybe about like uh, between like seventeen and eighteen. And like in their uh, in their like uh, in grade eleven and grade twelve, right? And then we go there and we're playing this tournament against like there's a team USA, there's a team from Belgium, there's a team from. France. Oh, you're repping the ca- the countries. Yeah, you're repping the countries. Essentially, it's like a world tournament, but like in this little city uh, in France. Word. Mm-hmm. And so the first year we go, we get our asses handed to us. We lost every single game. But we were like fan favorites because I guess like this this city in Turquoise Lille is like. Um, it's like everybody there is uh, Muslim. It's like Moroccans and Algerians. It's like the poor part of France. Like nobody, yeah, that's what it is. Yo, you were saying in the, on stage, you were saying mad Muslims. Mad Muslim, bro. I was like, yo, the solidarity amongst them was insane. Like I was, I was such a fan favorite that one day I subbed in, and the the crowd is going crazy just at me subbing in. Like I I, I take a knee at the podium there or whatever and. And I'm I, and I sub in. It's all like Muslims in the stands. Yeah, they're going oh, like and they could tell even, by Hassan or or you were like, it, bro. Our team was just like so like it's Canada. Multi- oh, everybody gotcha. in our team is like either either East African, uh, Middle Eastern, like Afghan. Like it's just like all of the. This, they loved it. They loved it. Yeah, yeah, bro. We had Zubairs, Ahmed Ali's. There's <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's yeah, Hassan's. Yeah. There's bro. We had the whole shebang. I gotta know. Was was Team USA the most impressive? Bro, they were they were. They were ridiculous, like bro. no comparison in this tournament. I think, like, in um, just flying, yeah, bro. Yeah, Carmelo Anthony played in this tournament before no he was like when he was in high school. Was he was he already like, oh, who the fuck is that kid? Uh, or do you, oh, like, you weren't school. there, you weren't no, there. No, no, I wasn't there at that but time, like, another but that's time. the history of the, gotcha. the history of this tournament, gotcha, gotcha, right. And so, this like young ballers are like they are in attendance. At yeah, these and everybody on that D, everybody on the, the US team is playing D1. Gotcha. Or D, like, uh, yeah, pretty much playing D1 so or these are high-level JUCO. So they're all, they, that's where NBA scouts, these guys. Yeah, um, there's a lot of uh, professional scouts because it's like, uh, it's in Europe. You, you know, you're saying D1 back home, right? Uh, like you're saying all the, the US Division players? I US, yeah. Yeah, they're, and, and they scout from Division One, like NBA scouts. Yes, yes, that's yes, what I'm yes, 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 yes. So these are the candidates for the NBA yeah. that are at this tournament. Yeah, or yeah. like candidates are like a high... Uh, high level NCAA players. I don't know what like well, yeah. like, like TV players. TV yeah, players, yeah. yeah. TV, TV players, airtime. motherfuckers. You bet on these guys are <laughs> yeah. up in the air. Yeah, you bet yeah. on these yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, 
uh, we end up like first gear that we are in that tournament, we lose every single game. But it was mad like squashed or like squashed. close. Okay, no. okay, gotcha. Nah, not one was. This close. is just the first time you you had to see it. Yeah, you had to see what the. You know what I mean? Mm. You have to get an example of what the game was like exactly. to like calibrate to it. Exactly. Yeah. We, we lose every single game, but we had the most fun in terms of just like, but also every, it's a, it's a 24 and under team uh, tournament. So gotcha. everybody's like significantly older, older, and there's a lot of professionals already playing. Gotcha. Gotcha. In those leagues. Like, like every, like there's 18 year olds playing, bro. Kind of like Luka Doncic, you know how like Luka Doncic played like. Uh, for the for the Dallas Mavericks, he was playing pro from like 16 and then went to the NBA and now he's just busting ass because he was playing like in Serbia or some shit like that. Like oh, in the, in the oh, Euro League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Exactly. The Serbian dude, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so uh, what happens is second year we come back, uh, we win one game and that one game just felt like exhilarating, right? Yeah. And we're coming back with the same team every single year. So now the third year we pull up. And it's like now this is like you, you guys have been here yeah, twice. We've yeah, we've been yeah, here yeah. twice. You've tasted it. Yeah, everybody's older. We have everyone's like about like in now twenty twenty one, and they're all playing like high level JUCO or mid major D one. And then there's me. Yeah, and these kids are like talented. Like I'm, and I'm honestly like I'm playing in this tournament at like twenty five, and it's a twenty four and under team, but they love me so much. They're they're like, just like, they're like, yeah, yeah go yeah, in there, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. And actually, the first year I was there, I ended up doing like the dunk competition and I came in second place. That's fucking sick, yo. That's so sick. Yeah, did, did they have a dunk competition every year? Every single year. You, you didn't do it the other years? I didn't do it the other year. Yeah. The other year, my, years got, my knees got it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the first year, I was. You're coaching the dunk, yo. Bring it, bring the elbow. But then it was like, it was like that That tournament was also felt like my farewell tour because like we, were, we played against Team USA. These guys were. The years prior, they gave it to us, like they and but they they gave it to us, bro. And so, then by the time we in our, we hit our third year, we beat them like three times. We play them playing. We play them one exhibition. Like we, in the third year, you yeah. beat Team USA. Beat Team USA three we, times. Uh, two times. I think we played them twice. Like there was like an exhibition before the tournament just got popped and off. We we gave them work. And, yeah. And then the second time we played them was in. Um, the second time we played them was in the uh, like for the third place thing, the for the third place game. So we ended up winning the tournament. We both got like, uh, but the the third place game felt like like the finals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah, and yeah. this is a crowd of like there's like at least like fifteen thousand people in the in the stands. It's like going crazy. It's a big ass gym. And you were and you fucked up the first two times. It's like we fucking. This is like Girl, the it, hard work, right? It here. It was so much fun. Like That's I had sick. like even I think the first the first half of that that game too. I probably had zero points, but I had like sixteen rebounds. And oh, you were just like ah, you were like all Rodman. energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was my farewell tour. After that game, I was felt like I was like any game after that. So they gave you a contract because they remembered you from those tournaments. Yeah. Straight up, huh? Yeah. And I was there for like a couple months. What happened? It was easy, bro. It was just I lived. Oh, you did the full season. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. I was there because season there mad, mad short. Okay, like, uh, like you said, you were there six to eight months. You said your professional career lasted six to eight months, Mm -hmm. and then I was there. There was just like they didn't pick you up for another season. Uh, I I was done, yo. I was just tapped out. Gotcha, gotcha. I was tapped out. I was like, I'd rather. I mean, living in France is like the food is. Yeah, yeah. I just went to Paris, but but the food is mid. Did you get a lot of honeys though? I gotta ask, bro. Out there, just a random like. Imagine being a random basketball like 
team out there just like abroad just like how was that i imagine that was fucking fun it was fun it was fun i wasn't i wasn't i was on my best what was the discourse like the discourse (laughs) (laughs) nah i was on my best behavior man i was just focused on the basketball and that was about that's the funny thing man growing up i always used to be like i'm not i used to be like jealous of athletes i'm like man if i was a fucking athlete bro i'd get i I could have anyone right but i know boys that went to like college uh football and those programs, bro, I had no idea. It's literally like military. It's like the commitment you have to make, the hours you have to commit to practice and the, your grades and shit. I thought it was like, yo, these these guys are just like mm-hmm. going out there playing games and they're just in orgies. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? No, these guys, they're dropping the most hours into like when you go to college for sports, they invest the shit out of your time. huh? Mm-hmm. I had no idea about that. It's a lot. It's a, it takes a lot. Like any and like. If it's and if it's feasible, then it's worth it. You know, there's like some leagues people aren't making like like you're making probably like two thousand dollars a month and like is is that what it was over there in France? Uh it was about like twenty five. Okay, yeah. Twenty five. And so you look you do the numbers and you're just like <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I could work at McDonalds and yeah, make yeah, yeah. way more. Yeah. Or make the same amount. You right. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But so that so you so that was the farewell to that. That was the farewell to that. So you got no like qualms in your heart about Not at basketball. All. Now you I did have it. way more fun when I hoop. Yeah, way more fun. I just ball out. The pressure goes away. Pressure huh? goes away. There's no like, there's no coaching. Like, cause like, I, even in university too, like you put so much uh, expectation on yourself that you forget. Like, I used to eat on the pe- playground, and I just like there's so many X's and O's, and like you feel like every single play is. It, it's very difficult to be present when you're thinking about like what's gonna happen. Yeah, next. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think at that point I was like, you know, I'm gonna think I'm, I think I'm just gonna focus on being present. And that's when I was like, okay, let me focus on this comedy thing, bro. That with comedy, I that I suffer from that too. And every now and then when I'm really, I have like a mantra, which I actually I didn't even plan on doing this, but mm-hmm. I do every time I'm fucking nervous. It's packed. Everyone's killed before you you know what i mean mm. like you know the worst when everyone is killing and you're like oh okay let's go let's go let's go but i do this thing where it's like if the nerves are at the highest level i just repeat i'm like you do this because you love this you do this because you love this you know what i mean i love doing this but right before right when i want to do good i forget that the only reason i'm doing this because i love this shit mm-hmm. i forget i'm just like i must go up there and do the job of kill you know yeah it's just like how do i kill like you f- totally forget, yo, the only reason I'm doing this is because I love this shit, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm just there nervous, like, I love this shit. I love this shit. I love this shit. I love this shit. I love it's no, fucking, that, it's, a, a, it's a mental game, you know what I mean? It is. It reminds me, I'm like, man, this is why they say in boxing, like, you could lose before you get in the ring, you know? Mm-hmm. It's, it's the very, same with stand-up. You could check out mentally and you just be shaking it, but. I can't, I can't, I can't make this crowd laugh. You're done, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I take like I take the I guess the same approach too. I try to make sure if I'm I, if anybody's gonna be having fun, it's gonna be me. Yeah, that's the best is when you're bombing hard and you can just like, it's a train wreck and then the ultimate comfort hits you. Yeah, it's like oh, it's not a perfect set. It's done. It's the, already done. I'm not. This isn't gonna be a perfect set. The, Let's just fucking go. You know exactly. So many ebbs and flows, man. Like I even like the the show we did the other day, the the extra gravy um, comedy show. Uh, I was at a I was at a show, but I thought I thought it was a show, but it turned out to be like an open mic essentially. Yeah, at um, that's how it goes. Tonight Live or something like that. Tonight Bar. Tonight Bar. Yeah, yeah. I went there and then in I, the booth. 
Yeah, in the booth <laughs> with all the tapes in the corners and stuff like that. And so I was there, and, and then I went there, and it's just like when you're making comics laugh, it's just like it's, it's a different thing, man. It's different. not the same thing. It's not. Yeah, I actually even I'm like, I specifically note in my head, I'm like, only comics are at this thing. I can't come back to this thing because it's like. It's good that first thing, that first time you try a bunch of new stuff, because the comic says we haven't even heard it. So for that moment, they're just as good as real people because it's new. But and you're a new person. Yeah, you know, you no, I'm saying even now, like if I went to tonight bar, I have to be working on new, very new stuff to to make this worthwhile. Because if I'm doing stuff that I know works in front of comics, it's like what the fuck am I doing? I don't need to shake my confidence in this material. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So that's the worst is when you end up at a mic that has no humans in it, like no real audience. Yeah. Right? You're like, so shit. I was just like trying. I was just chatting my You're shit. You're riffing. You have I, to riff because you got nothing else. You might, I might find a gem. Yeah. You know? I might find a gem. So I, and then I did that and then I made my way over to Extra Gravy. And Which is I, the opposite, right? The polar opposite. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, okay, this is like, this is what it is. And it was good to have that balance. So imagine if I did, if I did the Extra Gravy right away, I would have been like, I probably would have been like, oh, okay, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have appreciated that show even as more, much, as much, you know. Of course, of course. And that was a great show. I that was a, a bumping show. Check out, yo, check out fucking Norm, Marlon, those guys, the Extra Gravy podcast. They run shows, dope shit too. Like, come out to my uh, Forced Diversity show at Free Times on the ninth. But besides that, check out Extra Gravy <laughs> too. You know what I mean? Check that yeah. shit out too. Why not? Uh, but yeah, man, it's a fucking good time. I gotta ask, did if. Is there anything you took from basketball to stand up? Oh, it's the exact same. Basketball, basketball and stand up is the exact same for me. Uh, put it this way, um, like when it comes to when it comes to like going to open gyms and like the, the runs. Yeah, that's like going to open mics. Like it's just a bunch of it's another it's a bunch of hoopers. Same as like there's a bunch of comics and everybody's just working on their stuff. And it's not like then you have to like either practice new moves that you're going to use for a game. So when a game comes, that's a showcase. Practices, you practice way more than you actually go to showcases more times, like especially when you're really starting off in comedy. Yes. Same with basketball too. You practice. It's like 90, 10, 80, 20. Exactly. And so, huh. and then, and then I think of like writing, I think of writing as the weight room. Gotcha. I hated the weight room. Look at me. I was a malnourished East African. Yeah. Uh, but then you got rid of the belly, though. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The, the, thanks to malaria. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out <laughs> to malaria. But then uh, the weight room is the same as writing, man. I don't love the like. I don't love the weight room. But it's a necessary evil. We'll say. Yes, man. Very necessary. Like that. That took my game to the higher level. Like I, I wasn't able to dunk until I hit the weight room. Right. Just squats or what? Just but plyometrics, deadlifts. Uh, all these other crazy things, whether it just be just entire my entire physique, it wasn't just focusing on one part of my body. It was just also getting down the technique of like doing the things that I, anything I didn't want to do was better for me at that time. So writing, I hated it. Uh, I, I hated it. I don't know a comic that loves writing. I think most comics that that love writing you should become writers. Should become writers, <laughs> yeah. or they're not the best at stand up. Yeah, 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 it's yeah, just like one I of I love. Yeah, yeah, oh, I love. Yeah, exactly. And so. Um, but I do enjoy it. I, you you learn to love it, and then it's it's all the same. It's all that fr you just gotta get into that first five minutes of the thing, and then you click right into it. You know what I mean? You click onto the tracks of like the roller coaster of the okay. I'm about to fucking I'm gonna do five sets of this, six sets of that, three sets of this, and and maybe that, and then I'm out. Right? 
But it's like, fuck, I got to put on my shorts and go to the gym. That's the hardest part mm-hmm. is opening up your thing and writing one paragraph. Yeah. Once the paragraph is written, you're, it's just, you can't stop, you know? It's just opening it, sitting there, and writing that, that first thing. Because when nothing is written, that's the hardest to mm-hmm. actually put something down, you know? Yeah. That fucking cursor. And then those games, man. And then those, yeah, those games are the showcases. Same thing. Damn, I had no idea. It's, it's literally the same. It's exactly the same. Like, even, like, uh, I think about it, like, um, this way, too. When I was a kid, when I was a kid, my, my mom put me in, like, a in a youth league. I asked my mom to put me in this Toronto Basketball Association. It was, like, a... TBA like, throwback. Another, another two TBA. Yeah. It was in Scarborough, like, Center O'Connor, uh, every Saturday. And I was, like, excited, man. I get a jersey. I get shorts. Yeah, yeah And yeah. I just played with, like, strangers. But then... I wasn't the very I wasn't very good at the time. Gotcha. So my mom came through. She watched me play, but I only played like three minutes in the fourth quarter, and I scored no points. And I shot everything. I shot in those two minutes. I I either barely shot or I shot like a lot. It was like you a, made many attempts. <laughs> made many attempts. I didn't make shit. And so I was upset. My mom get in the car with my mom because she watched the whole game, and I was just there like pouting and upset. She's like, "Son, do you think like I paid for you to come here to be upset? Like I want you to be happy." And I was like, but I want to score. I want to be good. She's like, well, then get good. Practice. And I was like, okay. And so my mom didn't come to watch me play another game until maybe like another seven years. And in that sense. No way. Yeah. Because I high school. Then I then high school, I was like, I was still progressively worse, but I kept getting better and better and better. So when she came out, you were flying over. When she came through, I dropped 38 or something like that. <laughs> Actually? Man. Some craziness. That's great. That's that one game you told me that one dude was like, Probably. you ran into a dude who's like, bro, you dropped 30 on me. What, is it? what was that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was at Lewin's show, and I was, at, I was at a show, and this guy comes up to me. He goes, he goes, yo, I know you. We've played against each other before. I said, you sure? He goes, you went to Windsor. I said, nah, I never, I never went to Windsor ever. He goes, you dropped, but you, I know it was you, bro. You dropped thirty on me, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that sounds like me, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I might have been in yeah, Windsor, yeah, shit. Might have been in Windsor, man. Could have been me, bro. Uh-huh. We're talking about you. Fucked that guy's whole life up. He's yeah. been looking for you, bro. That's yeah. you. That his whole psyche is messed up <laughs> because of that, bro. He's <laughs> never the same. He's in therapy because of you, bro. And I saw he kept hitting threes from every side. Just, I've been trying to play ball, man. Nobody hits me up for these runs, bro, in Toronto. I'm just trying to play ball for fun. But things that I pull up to parks now, I pull up, like, during the summer, I just pull up to parks, and obviously I'll be wearing just, like, my, I just wear the clothes I was wearing that day. And, like, I'll cre- I don't care who it is. Like, I have so much fun, I don't care. I'll crease my Air Forces just to get a couple. That's the love of the sport right there. Yeah. I love that shit. Mm-hmm. And so now I just pull up to parks and casual attire. and I give You just me- beef people and be like, yo, I've never played ball before. Let's put money on this. Yeah. Just fucking pool shark, just dunking backwards yeah. like a like a Chappelle spit, like <laughs> sketch. Gay. Yeah. Blouses. Uh yeah, so yeah, man. Yo, what's it called? Um so you grew up in Scarborough, you're like half Japanese. Or sorry, Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Jamaican, bro. Yeah. It's the J. You gotta give me fucking you gotta give me a little leeway with that. It's the J, nigga. Yeah. But yeah, I was saying, bro, apparently somehow you mix Jamaican and Djibouti you just end up looking Sudani as fuck, bro. <laughs> I don't know if it's the fact you grew up around mad Sudanese and that makes you grow up looking Sudani too, but you look, I thought you were, I was for sure, I'm like, Hassan, Phil's I was a little confused about when I met you, I'm like, Phil's, this, 
I was like, yo, this nigga changed his name for the stage or some shit oh. like that. You know what I mean? It sounds like it, yeah. Has some feels. Yeah. That's so jokes, bro. Yeah, so my yeah, my mother my mother's from Djibouti, my dad's from Jamaica, and I just That's know. a Scarborough product right yeah, there, bro. Man, that's, a Scar- that's the only place that love story could happen, man. <laughs> Scarborough, Ontario. And so yeah, man, and then basically every like uh my mom speaks seven languages. What the fuck? Yeah, seven languages cannot read or write in any of them. And and man, brilliant. And so she and the language that she decided to teach me was Arabic. And so basically even like uh Khalifa, the uh, speaker that you have on the show before. Yeah, Sammy. Yeah, him and I are childhood friends. I've known him since like grade 1. Dude, that's so funny how small of like everything is. It's hilarious, bro. Like, yo, you know, you've checked out a couple episodes with Sammy Speaker, my guy Sammy Khalifa. But uh, I reached your show a couple like a month back or whatever and he was there. He's like, "Yeah, bro, we've been Man, I knew this motherfucker since like first grade. I'm like, yo, it's such a small world. That's so funny. Yeah, yeah. So even him and I, we would just be uh, in elementary school. Him and I would just be chatting shit in Arabic, even though the dialect was different. But then we put us on, like, we just put each other on game, and that that was about it. You know? Even like I have another friend, uh, who's like ear half Eritrean in Yemeni. And then we're just like, it's just a bunch of like. Nah, but that guy looks Sudanese as fuck. Too, yeah, bro. he looks Yemen- Sudanese yeah, yeah, as fuck. Yeah. Everybody's like, yeah, no beard. Yemenis are dark yeah. too. And you just went to Sudan too. You've been to Sudan more recently than me, bro. Yeah, I was in there for like uh, almost three months. Yeah, you said you had a blast, huh? Best time of my life. What'd you do? Uh, uh, who'd you link up with out there? Uh, I had a I had a friend that I made in Vancouver. Uh, yeah, I, I made a friend uh, in Vancouver who was just a down a down super down guy man super yeah. nice sudani sudani yeah bro. like yeah. the hospi- hospitality once you get it high level bro it's it's premium bro premium that water i gave you <laughs> yeah devour that water yeah i was gonna say shut yeah. up re up but whatever <laughs> we're good yeah, yeah and so yeah man during the pandemic um he did he was in sudan for like i think a cousin's wedding Word. and then uh, ended up being like kind of stuck there, you know, because like he, he was from the UK originally. Gotcha. And so the UK was down bad, like for their lockdown. They're like, no one's coming in. Yeah. yeah, yeah so he's yeah, like, gotcha. yeah, man, I'd rather be in Sudan where we could be outside in sunlight. And yeah, this is before Sudan got it bad. Too, yeah, this is before Sudan got it bad late, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. And so, um, and so he just extended the invitation to me, and I don't think he thought I was serious. And then I sent him a screenshot of like my itinerary, and he was like, oh, shit, man, I'm fucked the- come through bro bro that's beautiful man they they actually put you up and bro they put me up they're very like uh hospitable the family i was i was staying khartoum uh, khartoum bahri legit huh and you went to the hilla and you went out there i went everywhere the villages i always translate that i went to the villages i was in uh sheikh Uh, i went to like uh, kessinger island is like really north of uh north of sudan i gotta go back to sudan i swam in the nile i was afraid of a crocodile or an alligator but it was whatever now it's pretty dirty in that area bro i got a lot of you yeah but i I needed a current had current too no 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 this was like it was this was like pond pond type energy gotcha okay it was when i went on the niles mad current yeah we took like a fishing boat and a dinner on the nile Mm. but uh shit was like this was in in cairo cairo's portion of the nile okay yeah shit was fucking was going bro and it was yo it was so fun man and also like you notice how like whatsapp is just way better than twitter yeah, WhatsApp but way, WhatsApp and Twitter don't even compare though. Twitter's but the thing is, no, the thing is that with WhatsApp, yeah. information still travels way fast. I think like 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 in those countries, yeah, 
Everything think, is WhatsApp. Everything is WhatsApp. Like Twitter here in America, Twitter in North America, Twitter is booming. But like, I'll put it this way. I'll give an example. When uh, you know what's happening, like uh, between like uh, the Tigray region and uh, the Tigray region, Sudan and Egypt, because Ethiopia is like uh, they're building the uh, Ethiopia is building the dam and Egypt is not having it. No, what's what's going on? It's bare politics. I don't really know much about yeah, politics. Okay. But this right, a, listen, yeah. Okay. I took a polit- I took a like a quick uh, WhatsApp pol- uh, politic course. Yeah. In, in, over Drop some course, fish. WhatsApp. Yeah. Exactly. Over some fish. So basically, what happens is. Um, um, uh, Ethiopia is they're building they're building a dam over the the not the Nile but the Red Sea, Word. right? For like gener- uh, to get like power and electricity, just gotcha. be self self sustaining, yeah. right? So Egypt's not having it. They're like, nah, we don't want that. So they, so they say, yo, Sudan, start some things on the border of like the Tigray region, something like that. And I don't really know much about that what's going on at the at the moment, but we're talking about this over dinner, and this guy who's like a like, who. In yeah. Sudan. In Sudan. We're just having fish. And <laughs> this guy goes on his phone and literally uh, he shows us like a, an airstrike that's happening from like a WhatsApp group. It was like it was forwarded to him on WhatsApp. It's like airstrike, like Sudan. just Like video. Video. Just like very visceral. Yeah. I'm looking at him like, holy crap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then literally the next day, that same video that I saw on WhatsApp, literally within eight hours, was on the news like on it made it made like Al Jazeera. It, yes, it made T. It made WhatsApp first. That same video made WhatsApp first, and then it popped off on Al Jazeera. That's hilarious. And I was like, Holy so that's man. the original source. Huh? That's the source, bro. That's so funny. Yeah, it man. does. It's all WhatsApp over there, except Sudan. They cut off the internet right now because yeah. of the fucking coup. Mm-hmm. I may have to go during this whole coup, but mm-hmm. it's like, God, I want to go. The problem is, I because I got so much family there, and I went there when I was a kid. I always had that kid traveler tourist weird i never had the proper like hang out with people my age as an adult mm-hmm. out away from my family so let me just see what it really is here in khartoum because mm-hmm. because you know i uh there's another guy uh, that i had on sudani basil khairi he's got a he's got a instagram he's like a graphic designer and like like music like manager she's a bunch of she's smart motherfucker but yeah, he comes from money over there, and he's talking about, like, bro, man, he's like, I've been to weddings with Grey Goose and fucking this and that. And, like, people with money get everything into the country. And I never saw that shit. I just saw the proper Muslim shit. Mm. You know what I mean? So I was always like, yeah, Sudan is whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm like, and the last time I went was 12 years ago. Mm. So, like, I really want to go back and get that. Like, now I know people that are not affiliated with my family. I'll go check up on the family. But, like, now I can actually be like, yo... Link up here or, yo, do you have a boy in this area? I'll link up with one of your boys here. Like, and just see it from, like, mm-hmm. a third-party point of view, you know? Oh, there's people up, man. I saw, I saw a GLE. Like, like Mercedes? Mercedes. Uh, pull up. Uh, <laughs> bro, S-Class is everywhere, bro. Is that, is, S-Class is standard with hard dings on the side. Every car has dings. <laughs> Doesn't matter what. If you have a Maybach, it's going to get re-rendered. Yeah, there, man. It's wild out there. <laughs> I loved it. It was so much fun. I enjoyed it, man. The people and nice food is booming. Uh, yeah, man. Hospitality on a thousand. Did you go to Salat Jima? Oh yeah, bro. I saw I saw the dervish dancing too. I went to I went to this area Sheikh Taib, and uh, for Jummah. Yeah. And Friday prayer. Yeah, Friday. Yeah, yeah, for Friday prayer and like in, in, and this is the day I got a heat stroke. I think I was just doing too much. <laughs> no, that's and, then, and so we go, we pray Jumma, bro. And obviously, it's like, even though it's pandemic, we, we like, bro, shoulder to shoulder, feet to feet. And the, the power is out. 
so we're praying in the dark but like there's still so much like so many windows yeah that there's still sunlight there's yeah. still light and so afterwards when uh, the f ceiling fans stop it's it's it, was, yo, it was the hottest day yeah, i think yeah, yeah. i i was down bad yo but then these uh after salah they were doing like the dervish dancing like uh this area is like sufis sufi type beat yeah, i don't right. even know what that is oh, that's when like, they dance yeah like they bounce a little bit yeah it's very like it's it's um yeah it's like a dance it's like a group dance it's a group dance yeah, 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 like yeah, that. Yeah. but like it's obviously uh for it's like a different sector like a school of thought for for some muslims word and so I was just like, my boy's like, yo, do you want to join in that? And I was like, ah, maybe like, uh, not nah, it could. I was like, ah, it's too high. I was standing like close to the wall. Yeah, you know? yeah. So get I, that get, concrete. Get, get that concrete shade. Yeah, bro, yeah, yeah. Because there was only like this much space of that shade. And I was just watching that, bro. And I was like, it's pretty interesting. My boy was telling me that like, like, uh, like the spread of Islam. I don't know, I get too Muslimic, but like the spread of Islam, like wouldn't even like allow for it. Like not, not it wouldn't. Um, like uh, it wouldn't through be as like progressive through Africa without like these melodic like uh, oh of rhythmic, course rhythmic uh, yeah. practices yeah 100%. which is pretty cool like some people be like oh no this is like this is not it's like this is how we got everybody on this game you yeah know? Like, it's like black churches like you think if it was just like stand there like this. I don't know if they got it with the na 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 him and Allah Jesus. Yes. Like I don't know if they got it like that or they made it like that. But either way, it needs to be like that mm -hmm. to get mass appeal. You know exactly. what I mean? It needs it. It needs that na na na. na. You know? Yeah. And I, I never grew up with that though, bro. I never even got the tradition. I never. I never. Yeah, I grew up. I wish I, I had that. I, <laughs> it looks. It I looks litty, bro. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. Of course. It's turn. And then I end up like a halakha with eight like. Like a, a Quran reading circle with eight people sitting, that versus like this thing. It's all for if it's all for God, I'm gonna go with this yeah. one, right? <laughs> I'm gonna go with this one, bro. Yeah, man. Fuck, I gotta go back out there, man. Shit. Uh, yo, I do three questions at the end of the podcast okay, always. Uh, just because, you know, it's the immigrant section. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> question one Did you get beat as a kid? Of course. Yeah? Course. standard beatings or like next level creative uh, shit it could have it could have got creative i think one time i was cussing too too spicy yeah and, and how old were you paint oh, this picture man i had to be i had to be in that 10 12 year old uh, t between 9 and uh, 12 and i was talking spicy bro i was watching too much comedy central maybe yeah <laughs> and and my mom was just like, oh, okay, like this is this is you, want, you know bisbas like the hot sauce like that. Like she like she grated some chili, and she's like, yeah, you want to talk spicy? Put this in your mouth. Boom, spice like hot like chili pepper in my mouth. And I was like, yo. Did she say put it in your mouth? Did she just came up behind you and put it in your like? No, she's like, yo, you want to talk like this? You want to you want to eat this? And I was like, yo, this shit was hot, bro. <laughs> like I was just like, that's creative as fuck. What do you creative, mean, bro? bro? <laughs> it's creative, bro. I've been in so many circumstances where I've either like. I've had to like take and take and take the L. Like I just wait into the corner. I go in, I go into the corner and just wait for my. I know I'm already in trouble, so I go into the corner. You I know put what's on, coming. I put on layers. Layers. Of yeah, yeah, yeah. Skin you know what my move was? I used to always go. My mom would run after me to hit me. I'd go get a glass of water. I'm like, ah, yeah, ah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, bro. I think I, I think I. It'll drop. It'll drop. Like, like, put it down. Put it down. You're gonna get your ass beat either way. Mm -hmm. Or Sometimes like, you can't I, escape. I hold the Quran in my hand. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, Mama, it'll fall. Haram, Mama. That's creative ways. And it never works. It never it's works. like, oh, Quran. Okay, all right. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'll see you later. It's like, yeah, okay, buddy. You yeah. Put that shit down. You fool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I got hot licks, man. Hot licks. 
Yo, in front of people, yo. Of course. Uh, in front of people, the first time uh, uh, Khalifa could attest to this, bro. I wanted to pay. I wanted to play on the uh, day before, like my middle school uh, high, uh, middle school like basketball tryouts. Um, I wanted to like practice as much as I can, but like my neighborhood was just like just dangerous. I'm out, and like everybody chills in the ball court area, right? Bro, we had the same childhood, bro. My mom was like. انت ما تمشي لو مشيت الباسكتبول كورت والله بوريك if you go to the basketball court all the drug deals happen all the shot gang fucking warfare happened at the ball court everything right when the sun went down fucking be home you know exactly and so and so my mom was like yeah but don't ever don't let me if you're gonna go make sure you're back when the light is out yeah, like yeah, when yeah. the lights are out or lights are on you come back into inside And so we were playing like American, like so it's up to 21 or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I look like a, I just look like a bitch if I left. Yeah, you Guys, know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I gotta go. Like my mom says, like, yo, we're not even done the game, and I was so close to winning too, yeah. you know. And then my mom comes through, and she's like dead in. And my mom's like ruthless, bro. She's just, she so, came to the court, bro. She stiff armed everybody. She's like, yo, my son, come now. And I was like, mom, and just like. Like just dragging me, bro. Niggas are looking from their balconies, <laughs> watching my mom just like giving to me in a dirt. Yo, my mom's wearing a dirt, and she's <laughs> she's dragging me. I was like, yo, man, just embarrassing. Oh my god, dude, that's the fucking shit right there. Okay, man. but even like even I got a, I got an <laughs> ass whooping for getting my ass beat one time too. So like I got into a fight at school. Of course. And my mom goes, uh, I got I got into a fight at school and I whooped this guy's ass. Yeah. And my, What was it about? I can't even remember, bro. Yeah. It was uh, there was a lot of that. Yeah. And so, uh, I get my ass. Ha- I I, ha- I crushed this guy. And so, they call my mom in from work, and she's just pissed. She's like, Hassan is suspended for X amount of days. Uh, and the teacher says to my mom, if Hassan doesn't fight back, the next time he gets into a, a scuffle, then we don't have to have this conversation. He is no trouble. So a couple of weeks later, I get into a fight. And I say, okay, I don't want to get in trouble. I'm not gonna fight. Back. I'm not gonna get. I'm not gonna fight back at all. I get my ass handed to me. My lip bust. I swole. Yeah. All the full all, treatment. Full treatment. Yeah. And my, they call my mom in. Same song and dance. And she goes. But you're not suspended though. But I'm not suspended though. My teach. My principal goes. Um, this is. I'm really sorry that you had to come in from work. And this is what we had to deal with. And I signed got in another fight. But the good news is, since Hassan did not fight back, he will not be in any trouble. He won't be suspended. Da 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 da. da. My mom, my mom was like, "Okay." <laughs> We go to the car, and my mom goes, "Fuck that bitch! Don't ever listen to her." <laughs> When you get it, and then my mom hits me. She she like she get like, uh, "Yeah, you pussy, yeah, you pussy, bro." Yeah, like yeah. like, why do you think I married a Jamaican, bro? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, why do you think I married a Jamaican? If anybody hits you, you hit them right back. And I was like, okay. And then I was like, oh. I, so I just got That's, it. Bro, when I was a kid, I remember if I fucking fell down and hurt myself, I would come into the house like the opposite of white kids. White kids, ah! You know? For me, I would hide my injuries, bro. I would fucking hide my injuries. Because oh, yeah. if, if they saw that I got injured, I'd get whooped. They're riding out. You know, there's I mean? nobody riding out. I'm harder. bleeding. I'm wrapping the shit up. I can't go into the house with blood on my clothes. 100%. Yeah. I'm gonna get fucked up, yo. That's the shit people don't understand, bro. Nobody's gonna ride harder than like ride out harder than an East African mom. Yeah. Protecting her child. A hundred percent. Fucking idiot. Bro. Everybody's a threat. Uh, yo. Second question. Uh-huh. Uh, what's some shit you you've 
only seen, I guess, either the Jamaican side or your mom's side. What's something you've only seen that group of people do? Or have you ever been in Jamaica? No. Okay. Uh, What's some shit you've only seen people in Djibouti do then? Or things they only do? Uh, in Djibouti, like even if you even if you're speaking to people, yeah, at least this one area where I was in, um, when I while I was learning Arabic, my mom was like saying, oh, uh, whatever you say, he's like I, I said, Baktulak, like I'll, I'll kill, kill you, you. I'll yeah. kill you. If you say that like in this area, I don't know what area in particular in Djibouti, but they have no idea what that means. Even though they understand Arabic, they'll be like, they won't take you seriously. Isn't that funny? It, there's some things when you translate them directly, they don't make sense. Uh-huh. In Sudan, if I hit somebody, I'm like, oh, ma'alish. Like uh-huh. here in Canada, if you hit someone, you say, my bad, sorry. Uh-huh. There or there, if you don't hear them, uh, here, if you don't hear someone, you go, my, sorry. Yeah. There, if you, if I go, like if someone says something and I go, ma'alish, like, sorry. What the fuck is yeah. this guy retarded? Like, yeah. <laughs> what do you mean you're sorry? What are you sorry about? It's like, oh, you hit me. Oh, I'm sorry. It's like, What's wrong with this guy? What are you, what are you sorry? Sorry what? Sorry what? It Pay doesn't translate. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. There you say, I'll kill you. They'll be like, oh, what are you be like, what does that even mean? What, what, it's like, you? I'll dead you or yeah. something. Maybe. Yeah, I don't that. even know. Yes. But that was something I found very particular in like, in Djibouti, yeah. This yeah. nigga's fucking beefing people in Africa. Scarborough. Bro. <laughs> bro, I had a problem. Like yeah. even I was, I was walking around with shoes, fam. I was walking around like these runners that I had. They weren't Velcro. They were like I just learned how to tie my laced yeah. in Africa. In Africa, yeah, you don't do that, bro. I was wandering through like. Uh, That's was, how you tell people, though. I'm a foreigner. hundred. I had Canadian written all over my yeah, forehead. Yeah. I run around with these shoes and like uh, I'm walking around with these shoes and I used to like, I knew the area well enough to like walk and wander by myself to make it to my cousin's house. And like during the day, I I know like what time Tom and Jerry is on. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, after we eat. I'm gonna go walk around my cousin's crib. Check out that, you know, see Jerry what Tom and, Tom and Jerry are saying. See what he's saying, yeah. And then I, then I, then I wander around trying to synchronize the map, you know. Yeah. And so I wander into this area's alleyway, but I notice these two kids following me, older. Uh, one of them shoves me to the ground, but I just play dead. You know, they shot. <laughs> one of them comes creeps up behind me, shoves me to the ground. I feel my shoelace being undone, but I don't think these niggas knew how to like undo the shoelace because yeah. yeah. I t- I double tied it. You oh, they're know? like the the Yeah, the Marbut, wallahi marbut. Yeah, man, these guys were just like they were they they were stuck. Yeah. And so like I like I remember you got to get that sand. Ah, you know, Turab, right? It wasn't the dirt. I, I didn't even run, bro. Yeah. I let them take my shoes. Uh, yeah, I let them take my shoes, but the thing is that I pretended like I was a faint, that I was still fainting, and I'm like, like leaning over to like untie my shoe, and I'm just like oh. to help them, to help them, because <laughs> I didn't want no smoke, yo. That's hilarious. That's the most Canadian shit. You got attacked by African just like youngsters, and you played dead like it was a bear. Yeah, <laughs> you know I was like, like play dead. This is what they taught us. I untied the shoe, and I just like, and I like you gave him the first. You untied the the first knot, so uh-huh. they get the second one. And I like, I untied like I brought my feet up like this, and I. Just like <laughs> you push them up i pushed the shoes <laughs> off and i then i laid there for like two more minutes and then i looked up i waited for everybody to, to see if the coast was clear <laughs> and then the i walked home shit. barefoot that's the funniest and my shit. mom was just like you, you got beat shoe. yeah yeah i didn't yo, no, no, this no, guy, no. you got robbed so i got robbed they didn't beat my ass yeah. they could have yeah, yeah, yeah but like i actually i could have even got away because wait i was so fast there's like, so many things there's yeah, so many yeah, things yeah. but i just i didn't want smoke that's so funny. That's probably the move too, but like you can't be like I'm on for, like I don't even know where I am. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's like take the fucking uh-huh. shoes. Where my mom bought them. And but. they were like they were speaking French too, which is now these are unpredictable motherfuckers. You don't even you, yeah. you don't know what they are capable yeah, of. They're speaking are, French. They're what the speaking, fuck? Yeah, they were speaking French. So imagine they're from France 
<laughs> no, Djibouti, know? Djibouti, they speak French. Like that's is it a, a colony? Is yeah, yeah, yeah. What the fuck? Colonized no by idea. the French is either like their first, second language. I, I had no like, idea. Yeah. Oh, and then okay, this is the last question: Is mm-hmm. when you were there or your mom in general? Um, who's the butt of jokes? You know, like I was, th- I th- asked Sammy this about you know Sudan. You know, Egyptians talk shit about Sudan. Sudan talk shit about Egyptians. Uh-huh. Who's like the guy the, or the country or the people to talk shit about over there? Uh. In Djibouti, it wasn't as much. Uh, when I was in Djibouti, I didn't really, because I, I was so young, I didn't catch the butter jokes. And yeah. I also don't like know too much. Gotcha, like, gotcha. Right? Djibouti seems to be like the most cool shirt. Like, 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 like they're like, all cool. They're all cool. Like it's Canada. Like they, 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 it's like the Canada of East Africa. There's, 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 um, right across the sea, there's Yemen. Yeah. Bottom, Sudan's right Sudan, there. Sudan is like right over there. Uh, Ethiopia, Eritrea, like boom, there. Kenya, there. And then, um, Somalia, yeah. So like, it seemed very like, I don't, I don't any, I don't. Like even when I tell people, what I'm about your Djibouti, mom though? My mom. Did your mom like? My mom always says like, oh, like uh, uh, Egyptians. <laughs> Say, my mom yeah? says Egyptians, you know? yeah. Same way, even like Lebanese people have a thing. My mom says, yo, Egyptians are like. Uh, nope. My mom watches too many like of those Egyptian movies. Yeah, yeah, the dramas, the, the dramas, bro. the soap operas. My mom goes one day, I said, Hassan, he's like this. Whatever you do, do not marry an Egyptian. Egyptian yeah. And I said, why? She goes, it's probably the last episode, right? Yeah. The, <laughs> yeah. the last episode. Yeah, the yeah. last episode. Yeah, she, she will marry you, divorce you, and take money from your dead grandfather and then leave you dry. تشيل العربية تشيل she'll take the house the car تشيل الموية الأكل she'll take everything yeah you say my mom's like they're like cats if you're in the house if you're dead by yourself the cat will eat you but the dog the dog will get help yeah it's so funny like the these analogies and then she probably is like so cool with Egyptians in real life. Yeah, 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 yeah. you know what I mean? Because you're, you're closer to them than a random Canadian person. Wait, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's funny. And Lebanese too. Yeah, Lebanese. Bro. I got mad Lebanese friends. And Lebanese think they're the hottest because they got the colored eyes and mm. shit. Lebanese, bro, they're uppity, bro. My boy, my boy Malik. You got to put this. them in their place. <laughs> my boy Malik told me this funny story. He said, like, he's Lebanese. And he said, he's like, uh, <laughs> he says, he goes, he's like, he said his mom said, he's like, uh, Malik, the Egyptians, you know why they're they're stupid? <laughs> and he's like, why? It's because they eat fool every day. <laughs> fool, it just makes you, you stupid. stupid. Yeah. And I said, but she goes, but we eat fool too. He goes, yes, but like once a week. <laughs> what, like that's one of his boys. Yeah, that yeah. Must, that's it. That, you know what they say? My Iraqi mom used to, sorry, not my Iraqi buddy's mom uh-huh. used to always be like, don't eat tasali, you know, seeds. Uh-huh. She's like, it makes you stupid. You know, like in high school, there's that phase everyone's just, they got a bag of seeds and they're spitting them in. Yeah, yeah, She's yeah. She's like, it makes you stupid. <laughs> and the Arab moms, they think fucking seeds make it like, because like, like useless guys are always just spitting, eating, like, you know, motherfuckers that, that have no moldor, like they have nothing to do. Uh-huh. I just always chewing on seeds. I love how this is like the, this is like the Nothing, the yeah. for, you're stupid. Wallah, you're stupid. Wallah, <laughs> stupid. Stupid. That's my dad. My dad would always into swahil. Man, it, the shit my dad would say, textbook verbal abuse. Now looking mm-hmm. back, you know it's their way, right? But into into stupid. Well, you know, 
Are you stupid or what? Like, and the irony is that like even I eat food. I could I eat food I every day. Food. I love bro. I eat yeah, every day. We all and yeah, you know what I mean. Like Sudan, we do food hard, bro. Hard. I just had a Filipino guy on. He's like, I've never had Sudanese food or whatever. I'm like, bro, just just say food. It's fava beans. If you're ever around Sudanese or Egyptians, just bring it up. Like Everybody you know has it. food, though. Everybody has like a version, a version. of food. Yeah. Version of food. Beans, bro. It's Who beans. show me a country? Beans and bread, bro. That's the original shit, bro. I went to like, uh, there's this place in, in, in Khartoum called like Farid's Food. Yeah, Farid's yeah, Food. Yeah, That's Farid. hilarious. It was booming, bro. Like, like the first line. time. Bro, the first time I pulled up, the power was out. Yeah. And it was still busy. I thought they, like, I kept thinking They're doing that, off coals and shit. Bro, they're doing mm. off coals. Yeah, and there's yeah. a guy, they, bro, it's it's Farid's full. And Farid is there preparing the, like, the- He's food. a bitu. Yeah, yeah like, he's yeah. There's, there. He's, and he's talking, like, he's talking to the people. And people are telling him, yo, shut up. People are telling other people not to talk to him. Because the more time he spends talking, the less the time- longer he, they're waiting. Exactly. <laughs> Leave him. Exactly. That's I gotta go back to that. And, and so we end up eating like the first time we go, we're eating in the dark. People are eating in the dark, fam. Yeah, yeah, of course. And just like boom, that's how booming the services and how how booming the food is. But the dark is standard in Sudan. Keep that in. no one's stopping anything. Yeah. And then and then when it comes on, you could hear it come on from the distance. And then and you know it's about sometimes you hear sound. And like your got your electricity didn't even come back on. Yeah. It's like a delay. You hear sound before it comes on. Like, and you you see the ceiling fan go. And you're like, oh, we're back, baby, we're back. <laughs> yo, I gotta go to Sudan, yeah. man. But bro, let's land this podcast, man. Uh, this has been fucking awesome, yo. Yo, look in this camera. Let mm. the people know where they can find you, bro. Oh, man. You can find me on uh, Instagram, YouTube, and I guess even Facebook. Fucking, my name is Hassan Phils. Uh, filling myself 07 on IG. And yeah, man, we be booming. Hell yeah. I'm going to put... Oh, you're on the gram, the gram and YouTube mostly? The, the, the gram and YouTube mostly, yeah. Okay, yo. Check out this guy. Scroll down in the description. His links will be there. Uh, from my end, support the show directly at patreon.com slash... The immigrant section, get those bonus episodes. But if you're in Toronto, make sure to mark your calendar for December 9th. Forced diversity comedy show. It's coming at you. It's going to be hype. It's going to be lit. Don't miss out on this first edition. And if you're watching, like it. Leave a comment. All that, brother. Boom. This has been a pleasure, man. Thank you, fam. Let's fucking link up on the stage, yeah, huh? Yeah, 100%. Hell, until next time, y'all been great. Peace. Peace.